Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Two and two, the pitch. Swing and a drive to center. It's pretty well hit. Kingery going back to the track at the wall. Pulls up and it is gone. Dead center field. Home run for the outfitter Brett Phillips. It's his second homer of the season. And he's tied the game 4-4 here in the bottom of the sixth. And wouldn't you know, it comes right after the call that Tommy Hunter thought he had Phillips struck out. Wendell waiting, the 1-0 pitch on the way. Swung on, ripped, and it's passed. Real Muto into right for a hit. Two runs are going to score. Around to third goes Phillips. And Joey Wendell has given the Rays a 6-4 lead against his hometown team here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah, Joey Wendell from, uh, from Westchester. With the game winner last night, uh, yet another blown lead by the Phillies bullpen. Welcome back in, everybody. Rob Ellis with you on this Saturday. Joining us right now from NBC Sports, Philadelphia. This is more of a wellness check than it is an interview. I need to make sure Ricky's okay after the way that this year has gone. The one and only Ricky Metallico joining us. What's up, Rick? Robbie, what's up, my man? <laughs> Rick, I'm good, man. I- I'm doing good. It- it- I I don't even know where to start, honestly, Rick. When you play a 58-game season thus far and you have eight games where you have a three-plus run lead and you give it up, how? How does this happen? Rick, they've led in 48 of the 58 games that they've played this year. This has been about the biggest nightmare that you could have. I mean, watching the team, you know your offense is pretty good. They get the job done seemingly every night. And then all of a sudden, there's always somebody that comes in. And you know what the real problem is? It's not just one person. I mean, usually in a bullpen, you can find somebody that's getting out or, or somebody that's doing something right. This whole bullpen has been part of it. 14 blow, blown saves. Mm. I mean, come on. Are you? This has been one of those years where literally once that bullpen comes in, everybody closes their eyes and hopes. And, and that's a terrible feeling, especially if you're a fan. Boy. That is an awful feeling. Yeah, I mean, Rick, they, they have 11 saves versus 14 blown saves. Right where they need to be. Right oh. where they need to be. Unbelie- it's really unbelievable. So yeah, you, know what, you know what, Rob, when yeah. you think about it, at the beginning of the year, we saw what they had for the bullpen. You thought they, oh, man, they're going to be a middle-of-the-road bullpen. There's nothing really fancy about it. I mean, but they have turned into, like, epically bad. Hmm. I, 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 it's so hard for me to fathom because I was on some really bad bullpens. But never was it everybody in the bullpen. Yeah, collectively, everyone. And that, and that's the thing, Rick. You know, we all went into this season, I don't think any of us were blind to this, that this bullpen was going to be a problem. I don't know how they went into the season with this bullpen to begin with. But they go into the season with it 
the remarkable part is they've actually gotten worse. I mean, they get a guy like Workman, who last year was a quality closer. They get guys like Phelps, you know, Hembry, Hale, who have histories here. And they've gotten worse. They're worse than they were before the trade deadline, Rick. Yeah, I mean, it it, it did get worse for everybody. And and the one thing that that bothers me is, like, relievers, you're supposed to forget the last day and, and pick yourself back up. That's something we haven't seen. At, I guess Tommy Hunter has done it at times. And I always look at a reliever as an 80% guy. If you give me four out of five good ones or decent ones, I'd be happy with you. This is not happening. I mean, we may be looking completely opposite. This may be like a 20% bullpen where you're getting 20% good and 80% bad. Uh, and there's no way to fix it. I mean, it's way too late to fix it, obviously. And – I mean, it, it even went into Hector Neris. I mean, which I thought he would, you know, be able to straighten himself out quick. He struggled at times uh, on top of everything. And I, I guess the one guy I'm a little disappointed in would be Adam Morgan. I thought, you know, I, I thought he would come back there, back here with a vengeance. Uh, you know, I mean, a big year for him, and he, and he just didn't show up. I mean, it seems like. It's a lot of that for the Phillies bullpen, but there is no way to fix it. No, and, and that's the thing. I, and I guess one of the things I'd ask you is because I, I was I was hoping Girardi would do this, and I know, look, in 2020, I know how aware we are of every metric there is and, and you know, whatever, but I was hoping he was going to move Wheeler up to, to, to last night, Nola today, and then try to go Eflin on Sunday. He didn't do it. I'm not laying this all on Vince Velasquez by any stretch, Rick, but maybe if it's, if it's Wheeler – you're getting deeper and it's less exposure to that bullpen. Would you have done that? I definitely would have thought of doing it. Um, I mean, because it would put him on, on right on a schedule to, to pitch on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think that would have bothered me. All you have to do is skip your bullpen at that point and just be ready to pitch against Tampa. I, I think it, I think it would have been a great idea. I don't know how they're viewing this season. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I, uh, uh, is Joe just looking at it? Let's just survive this season and see what happens. Type thing. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. It may just be my thoughts, my feelings, but Th- that move. Everything. Everything's about. Well, let's keep these guys healthy. Yeah, like that move to me says, you know, maybe it's not all about all hands on deck right now. But but which is strange because I don't. You're playing Real Muto or and Harper who clearly aren't 100. percent So in that sense, you're going for it. But in the other sense. You're sort of doing it with one hand tied behind your back. How odd is it? As bad as this team has been, they win two, and San Francisco loses one of two. Phillies are in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it speaks to how easy it is to get in, which is absurd that they're even in this position. Right. Right. No, you're right. Well, in, in more than one way. Yeah. If they had a decent bullpen, they wouldn't even be thinking about this position. And as bad as they are, they're still in this position. I, I just I, – you know what? It is what it is. In a 60-game season – you don't give the bad teams long enough to be bad, and you don't give the good good teams long enough to get good. That's why baseball is 162 games. I think we finally noticed why the season is long. Yeah, no, look, look well said. And and I'm trying to figure out when when I look at some of the some of the tendencies here. You know, it's it, it kind of goes hand in hand. Like last night's a great example. You're up four one. And then the bullpen comes in, and it's like, here we go, chip away, chip away. The home run that we mentioned with Phil- – by the way, Phillips going into that at bat, Rick, was one for 15, and he had one home run on the season, the one he hit off Hunter. Now That's unbelievable. And I, I know you felt like you got squeezed the, the, the pitch before, but that happens right. a lot. Like, you got you to gotta suck it up and, and still get the guy out. 
Oh, I'm sure he wasn't real happy about it. The, the pitch before was definitely a strike. I understand that. You're right. But you can't let that go into the next pitch. And I don't know if he did. He just left it out over the middle of the plate, something that they've been doing all year. So, I mean, it's, it's not something we haven't seen before. As a matter of fact, I looked at, like, last night's game in its entirety is a snapshot of the Philly season. Yeah. Yeah, that no. game last night, if you need to know what the Philly season was like, tell them to go to that game last night, watch that game, and just say that's pretty much how the whole season went. Because the part B to the A, like A is the bullpen, there's no question, but part B is you never put the kill shot on teams, or rarely ever do They it. don't tack on yeah. at all. You know, you and, battle and early, both. you get a couple two-out hits, but then you don't do anything later. But it's so odd because, I mean, they, they, they went up against Scherzer, they did well against him, they beat Ryu. And then they get these no-name guys, and it's 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 almost like, oh, we don't want these guys. We know nothing about them. I, I I don't I just I don't understand how they do not hit a lot of bullpen guys. We saw it in the Washington series, and I mean, is that just what this team is? Good against starters, and that's it. I don't I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're, I, it, it's been a it's, puzzling team to be get on a lot of levels this year. It's it's been a frustrating season, I think. Yeah. Uh, on a lot of levels. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, but let's face it, Rob. Yeah. You go back to that that series in Buffalo, and you had a what six seven nothing lead in that game, right? And that thing just dwindled, went away, and it was like, that's go- that's going to come back and haunt them. Yeah, and I, and it never stopped after that. No, though. there were a million. Like I remember that it was a day game in in Boston where, where it, it looked like oh, yeah. you know they were just going to put them away, and it doesn't happen. And and yeah, there've been. A million of these in, in, in just weird circumstances, too. I mean, all season, all season. Have, have you noticed this? It's almost like a contagious thing for their for their offense. When some when one guy gets hitting, everybody jumps on that bandwagon. Yeah. But then when something goes wrong, they all go the opposite direction with them. Yeah, I, I, I just you, it, you know what? The one thing that bothers me about this team, they do not carry momentum well. You're right. If there's one thing this team does not do. They don't carry game to game momentum at all. They don't carry bat at bat to bat momentum. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. just very strange. Yeah, very very strange. Rick Metallico joining us. Rick, I I know he's been a little bit better lately, and I understand he's pay, playing through pain, and you give him props for that. But what do you make of the season Bryce Harper had? Started off scorching hot, and then couldn't was was as cold as ice. Had a couple big home runs in 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 you know Washington the other day. Understood, but. That's kind well, of what let me got. put it this way: he's probably yeah. still the MVP of this team. Yeah, despite all that. Yeah, despite all that. I mean, I know his batting average took a hit. Mm-hmm. He had about a what a fifteen to twenty game period where he was doing nothing right. But from what we understand, apparently he was hurting. Yeah, for a long period of time. So I'm, I'm just surmising that that goes along with when his batting average started dropping. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the one thing that I I will never understand watching this guy. He obviously he has a violent swing. We all know that, and he wants to pull the ball, but he's better when he hits the ball left center field. And and think about how many pitches, how many pitchers are going to really try to get him inside? Not many, right? No. So they're going to pitch him away. Mm-hmm. And we saw in the last series, he hit the ball to the opposite field or center field, and he's got enough power to hit out anywhere. If he did that all year, he would hit fifty home runs a year. Yeah. I, I don't. I just, I don't, get I just it don't know what what is going on, like in his mind. Yeah. You know, is it I have to hit a four run homer every time up? I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe he's putting a lot of pressure on himself from the contract, 
from the looks of his own ball club, mm-hmm. maybe he thinks he, he's putting too much on himself. Yeah, look, I think it's a fair point, you know, just just trying to press, if you will. Um, I want to hit you with a couple other guys. Then I wanna, I'm going to end it on a positive with Alec Bohm, but I, I want to hit you with a couple other guys. You know, Scott Kingery, I, I, look, to me, you, you have to take into account he did have COVID and he, and he apparently had it really, you know, he was really ill. So right. I, I that certainly has to factor into any discussion you have about him. But I feel like I have no idea what they have with this guy at this point, and he's, he's been around a little while now. What's you, your sense you know, of Kingery? You know what's become a little bothersome to me? His athleticism. Hmm. He, he's a guy that the, the first thing that would come to mind is speed and athleticism, right? Yeah. And we're seeing a guy right now who looks – lost in the field on top of his at-bats. Hmm. I, 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 and, and quite frankly, I don't think he's ever going to get out of that I need to launch the baseball thing. Yeah. So I think that doesn't help him in the, in the long run because he's got one of those hitting coaches that teaches the uppercut. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think that helps him. He should be hitting the ball on the ground, hitting the ball in the gaps. Uh, you know, I think he's better than what we saw this year. I know that. Yeah, I would, I would say he's probably a 250 hitter. You know, maybe with some, you know, 10, 15 home runs in a regular season. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I I don't see where he has a position anymore. Maybe that that may be the bigger problem when you look at Scott Kingery. He doesn't have a position anymore. Well, the, the he looks th- very stiff yeah. at second base, which I'm shocked. Right, which is supposed to be his position. And, and that's right. the other thing you look at for next year, like, there's the question about Real Muto. There's the question about Gregorius, which doesn't get talked about nearly enough because we're so caught up in Real Muto. But, you know, I don't know what this is going to look like infield-wise because you're probably going to have Reese unable to start the season, which you would guess Bohm starts at first, and then I guess Segura goes to third? Back to third. Who play is, is Kingery your second baseman? Or who's your shortstop? Uh, I think they're starting to look at Kingery as a utility player. Again. Yeah. I... I, I I think they have almost have to resign DD. I don't know how much that's going to cost them. A lot. But they're not. They're not going to get both. Yeah. I don't think they could afford both right now. They do have twenty five million coming off the books with Arietta. With, uh, with Arietta, so that's that's a positive. But now, now the whole thing is you also have to rebuild the whole bullpen. Yep. There's a lot of work to do. Yeah. It's going to be interesting when they start making their, you know their cuts and whatnot and then see what they have after that but i don't i don't know there's not much coming up in minor leagues i know that i'm with you well let's end it on a high note because bohm has just been a breath of fresh air and and rick the thing is he's not afraid to hit with two strikes he's not afraid in big moments with two outs and you know runners in scoring position like it and he's actually been a lot better in the field because it was an adventure early no matter where you had him either at third or at first just just give me a little bit of your assessment of what you've seen I, from him. I actually like him at first base better. Mm-hmm. I think he makes all the plays over there. He makes the throws to second place for the second base for the double plays. So that's that. The other thing is is that offensively, the reason why he's so good with two strikes is he takes what the pitcher gives him. There's not many players around the big leagues that stand up there and don't try to pull the ball all the time. This is a guy that uses all fields. He'll use right center field as much as anybody. He'll take the single. I mean, he has an inside-out swing. He lets the ball travel to him. He is completely different than analytically uh, than what analytics would say. Right, right. Analytics would say you have to lift the ball. I think he just tries to bat to ball. I mean, it's it's back to old school for him, mm-hmm. or for me at least. I look at him as like an old school type player. Stay inside the baseball line drives, and look, his line drives go out of the ballpark. So 
I mean, he's going to get stronger too. So I, I he's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, you, you definitely you enter next year with a million question marks. That's one where you say, "Boy, I feel great. I can't wait to see what this looks like over 162 games." You know, yeah, it's going to be going to be fun to watch him next year. What? Lastly, Rick, your sense here? You need help, right? So the scenarios are. You don't need a ton of help. No, you it's it's need, not you crazy. Need to, you need to win. Yeah. That, that's the bottom line. I think if you win, you have an opportunity. Give you, yourself an opportunity to get it. Yeah, I mean, they can win both and only need one Giants loss. It's so it's not crazy. What, what's your sense of you know you got you got your ace? Well, your studs. I'm not going to still well, ace. Got, you got to believe unless San Diego just kind of bows down to 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 the Giants. You got to believe they're going to split those. Yep. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. So the Phillies, I think, need to win out. Yep. With a team that doesn't have a ton to play for, right? With the Rays. Yeah, but man, they're they're good. Even I know the, they are. are they're, they're good, good so. and they're prideful and they're they're well run and well managed and all those things. I mean, there's a reason why <laughs> they have the second best record in baseball. You know. Yeah, that's I hear sure. you. It's it's. I mean, that's a team that just scraps though. They're going to scrap no matter what. Yep. Rick, always a pleasure, man. I'm glad. How's the blood pressure? Are we okay right now? Everything? We're good. Everything? We're right. good. We're good. All right. <laughs> Enjoy your night, brother. And it's been great watching you and Michael B. and, and all my uh, all my buddies all year long, man. I appreciate. All right. It. Thanks a lot, Rob. All right. Thank you. That's Ricky Batalco, NBC Sports Philadelphia, Phillies post game analyst. Yeah, I mean, they. It's not crazy. Think about this. And again, they shouldn't be in this position. Understood. But if you just put that aside a minute and look at what's in front of them. You got Nola. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.